Happy Friday, everybody. It's Friday, April 30th, 2021. This is the Second Half Podcast. I'm Tom Powell, and if you're listening to this, as always, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. And in the case of today, you made it through another month. That's it. We're done with April. Heading into May. Full-blown spring. All you summer lovers are going to be happy as pigs and shit in about a month. It's going to be hot, disgusting, sweat rolling down your back. Can't get comfortable at night. Is it November yet? Yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck. Uh... All right, real quick, before we get into the shit we're going to talk about this week, as always, if you're finding me for the first time, please understand that this is an amateur podcast. It's done in my home office. It's not professionally edited, mixed. It's not in a soundproof booth. You're going to hear, you know, shit like my dog's barking at the UPS guy or some shit like that. Um, Also, if you're finding me for the first time, uh, head over to my website, oldhippymedia.com, old hippymedia.com where you're going to find links to where you can buy my book either one of my first two books sorry uh, links to my merch store 158 different items for you to choose from my blog where you can follow me on social media head over to TikTok and follow me because as soon as I get out of my band which I recording this on Thursday so I might be out of my band by the time you guys hear this on Friday uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway uh, giving away some items from the store and whatnot. But anyway, head over to oldhippymedia.com. I'm done pimping myself for the week. Nobody wants to listen to a commercial. All right? Okay. Uh, for those of you that listen to my podcast for politics and, and shit like that, you're going to enjoy this week. For those of you who listen to it for personal stories of the family, I don't have any this week uh, other than uh, tell you that my son's a little under the weather the last couple of days. It is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. This is going to be a politics-heavy Episode. So, if you don't want to hear that, I totally understand. Now would be the time for you to vacate the podcast. Um, I want to start this week with a really positive note. Uh, Joe Biden gave his first address to a joint session of Congress. Now, the first one is never the State of the Union, but that's basically what this was. It was a State of the Union address. And Lots of positivity everywhere. I mean, we're, we're, it's positive that, you know, Joe Biden's in that position instead of Donald Trump. It's positive that the two chambers he was addressing were democratically controlled. It's a positive in the things that he's trying to get done and what he was speaking about in that speech. But the best positive one can come up with out of that address, that joint session of Congress, is the imagery when you look up there and you see the typical imagery of the President of the United States at the podium with the, the line of succession behind him and the Vice President and the Speaker of the House, and for the first time in the history of our country, the two people behind the President were both women. That is a massive good step forward. Not nearly enough. Uh, I'd like to see that image for a little while anyway be all three women. I've said it a million times. I think that the women should be running the show for a hot minute here because uh, Lord knows the men have fucked it all up. So um, that was a real good thing to see. Looking up at that image for the first time 
in the history of our country and seeing that two-thirds of the top three people in the line of succession are all women. A lot more of that, please. In another smile-worthy note from this week, I bring you the story of Alaska State Senator Laura Reinbold. You might have heard that name. She made a little bit of news this week, and I don't think I have to tell you that she's a Republican after you hear the story surrounding why she made news this week. Laura, uh, a.k.a. Mega Karen, was caught on video arguing with employees of Alaska Airlines, the main airline in her home state, which people rely on quite frequently to get around what is otherwise a massive state. Massive. She was arguing with uh, the members of Alaska Airlines over her continued refusal to wear a mask or even wear it properly when she did put it on her face. So she's one of these COVID-denying freaks that needed to make a point, felt like she was going to make this point and show everybody, you're not going to stop me from getting on this point, and I'm going to wear my mask however I need to wear my mask, and I shouldn't even have to wear my mask. Well, Karen, the end result was she was denied the ability to get on that flight and has subsequently been banned from flying on their airline ever again. Now, ever again being a relative term, until people don't have to wear masks. The CDC puts down that recommendation. So, she now has to, because there are no other flights from where she is to get to the uh, state capital of Juneau, she now has to drive there. So, When she leaves on Sunday to go back to work at the state capitol in Juneau, she now has a 14-hour drive in front of her, which includes having to cross through Canada for a portion of her drive, as well as take a ferry across a body of water. So, uh, I would like to formally, uh, publicly petition Joe Biden to cut off her ability to... uh, I'm sorry, not Joe Biden. (laughs) Justin Trudeau to cut off her ability to enter Canadian soil for the purposes of getting to work every Sunday and make her drive just a tad bit longer. (laughs) If it's even possible at that point in time. I don't know if it would even be possible for her to get there without going through Canada. I'd have to look at the map, but listen, Karen, actions have consequences, and you guys want to start playing this fucking game, this is the kind of reaction you're going to keep fucking get all right i keep getting told this shit on tiktok every day they can't do that that's unconstitutional blah 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 blah. okay that's never gonna happen airlines and stadiums are never gonna okay bitch it's already happening (laughs) she's a state senator they can't get on alaska's number one airline yeah it's already happening but i mean best of luck to the rest of the video want to try it you know I keep telling you, if, you, if you're going to try this shit, could you at least film it so we can enjoy <laughs> watching the aftermath of it? <sighs> I swear, where do these fucking people come from, you know? And a little bit of racial good news, but also really, really bad news. We have the, uh, the case of Ahmad Bar- Arbery, 
Ahmad Arbery. You remember Ahmad Arbery? He was the uh, young black gentleman who was shot by three rednecks for jogging down the street in Georgia. It was actually caught on video by one of the rednecks from the car behind the car that contained the father-son duo with the shotguns. Well, in good news, at least they're facing some charges. Travis Michael, 35, his father Gregory Michael, 65, and William Bryan, 51, are all being charged with one count of interference with Arbery's right to use a public street because of his race and charged with one count of attempted kidnapping. So the very, 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 very minimal amount of good news that comes out of this is at least they're facing something. But what? Interfering with his right to use a public street because of his race and attempted kidnapping? They shot him dead in the middle of the road in broad daylight with shotguns. They, didn't, they weren't attempting to kidnap him. They were attempting to murder him, and they succeeded. We have the video. I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. And I'm telling you this as a white man. So trust me when I tell you this is not something that I'm dying to see happen. Okay? But if you guys don't fucking start charging these people with the appropriate fucking charges for the appropriate fucking crimes that they committed, you're going to end up seeing a bunch of black people hunt a bunch of white people down in this country because you can only push a people so far before they completely and utterly snap. And there's going to be a fucking race war in this country. Three men hunted this man in a residential neighborhood, filmed it, and have since provided the film to the authorities of them shooting him dead in the street. They shot him in the fucking stomach with a shotgun. And they're being charged with attempted kidnapping and interfering with Arbery's right to use a public street because of his race. Yeah, I'd say they fucking interfered with his right to use a public street forever. He can't use any streets ever again. fucking system is forever broken, I swear to God. How the fuck did that get whittled down to interference with his right to use a public street and attempted kidnapping? What kind of hillbilly fucking justice is that? True justice would be if a team of black men went down to Georgia and hunted these three racist pricks down and shot him dead in the street like the fucking dogs they are there's your justice don't do that clearly but Jesus Mary and fucking Joseph you're gonna snap one day you're gonna fucking snap one day we gotta get our judicial system fixed we gotta start charging people with the appropriate crimes we gotta stop this bullshit Murder is murder. Rape is rape. Theft is theft. Stop tap dancing around variations of this shit. The guy is dead. They didn't kidnap him. They didn't interfere with him. They shot him dead in the street. 
Such bullshit. I don't even know how to transition out of that, but I have to, so let's just move on to another bullshit topic. And that would be this fucking debate everybody keeps talking about between AOC and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Maybe I just view things a little bit differently, but this whole fucking we should get AOC and MTG to debate one another is WWE junior high level bullshit. And it does nothing. It's theater. It's Trump theater. No, I don't want the two of them to debate because they're not running against each other for an elected office. I want the two of them to get on the floor of the House and pass legislation. You want to debate each other? Debate each other on the fucking policies on the floor while you're getting ready to pass something. I don't need no fucking sideshow. I don't need theater. What, what, and what's such a debate going to prove anything? Anyway, all of AOC's people are going to say she crushed Marjorie Taylor Greene in that debate. And all of Marjorie Taylor Greene's people are going to go, oh, she fucking owned AOC in that debate. And nothing's going to change. It's all theater. Just do your fucking jobs and stop with the sideshow. That's all we want you to do. Just do your fucking job. And if you can't do your fucking job, then go off and and work for one of the cable news stations where you get to debate anybody any fucking time and make theater out of it. Both of you, AOC and MTG, get the fuck out of Congress and go, go work for a cable news station and get paid to be the fucking clown you are if that's the way you want to act. See, the podcast started out on such a positive note. It started going downhill. It's going to go downhill a little bit more, but I promise you we're going to come back up with a doozy at the end, okay? Just hang in there. Hit it again. Take a big rip. If you're not a smoker, do another shot. Have a drink, whatever. We'll get there. On Monday of this past week, Alabama and Mississippi closed all of their state offices in observance of Confederate Memorial Day. No, you heard that right. All state offices in Alabama and Mississippi this past Monday were closed in honor and observance of Confederate Memorial Day. So here's my question when it comes to this. Can you name another nation that waged war against us and whom we defeated that any individual state in this country closes down their offices in remembrance of? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? No, huh? Now, I made a video a long time ago on TikTok in which I discussed how the racist and not racist philosophies of the Republican and Democratic parties have flip-flopped over the years. And I acknowledged the fact that it was Democrats back during the slave-owning times that owned the slaves and fought in the Confederacy. I expressed in my video my confusion as to why modern-day Republicans who keep hammering that fact home 
fought against the removal of Democratic Confederate war heroes who were racist slaveholders. Now I have to ask, why would two southern red states that are run and controlled by Republicans close all of their state offices in remembrance of a bunch of Democratic racist slaveholders? Anybody care to expand on that one for me? Any uh, any Republicans listening by chance? Could you expand on why you, you guys down in Alabama and Mississippi want to take time out of your day to observe Confederate Memorial Day? A day dedicated to the observance of a nation that no longer exists that was run by Democratic racists that you oppose allegedly are you guys just ready to accept and admit that the philosophies have switched between the two parties over the generations and now you guys are the racist sacks of shit or are you still going to play this game because I don't know of a single democratically run state that closed down their fucking state offices in honor of the Confederate Memorial Day. But I know of two red states that did. I mean, how much more of this shit do you guys need to see that you don't know what you're talking about? Now, if you need a little bit more proof of Republican racism and white supremacy coming out of this week's news, I present you with the gift that keeps giving Rick Frothy Santorum. And if you don't understand why we call Rick Santorum old Frothy, uh, you need to go look up Rick Santorum's last name in the Urban Dictionary. Go ahead and take a moment and do that now. Pause this podcast, get that image in your head, and come on back. Get back? Okay, good. This week, old Frothy said that Anglo-Saxon Europeans, quote-unquote, birthed a nation from nothing when they came here from Europe. He said there was nothing here and went on to say, yes, we have Native Americans, but candidly, there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. No shit. You think? Let's take a moment here, Rick, and ponder why you think that might be the case. You think it might have had something to do with the fact that we fucking slaughtered them and took their fucking culture away from them and drove them into tiny little pockets of land all across the country? How fucking stupid can one human being be? It's like Sarah Palin with a dick. Or there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. The stupidity of the modern day Republican. The ignorance of, well, there was nothing here. Yeah, there was. There was an entire fucking civilization here. 
an entire civilization that we, for whatever fucked up reason, view as being primitive. But you want to know what that civilization didn't have? The bullshit that we deal with on a day-in and day-out basis. They didn't have wars for no reason. They didn't have people thieving from each other and killing each other over dirty paper in their pocket. It was an entire civilization of people that lived simply and peacefully. I would dare argue a more advanced civilization than we currently are. Yeah, we got the technology and we can drive around in cars and look up cat videos or pictures of boobies or whatever the fuck we want. They were more advanced than we are. Because they were more... They were more civilized than we are. And we slaughtered them. And then this fucking numbnuts wants to go around going, yeah, well, there's not a lot of their culture in our culture. (sighs) Yeah, I don't think they want to be associated with uh, our culture anyway, considering our culture commits genocide on people like them. These fucking people are imbeciles. Absolute imbeciles. And it shouldn't be surprising that you would have somebody say something like that when you fucking imbeciles don't even understand basic, simple policies when you read them. We had this bullshit this week, right? The fucking imbeciles out there don't know what the fuck they're talking about running around talking about how there's going to be a meat ban that Joe Biden wants to cut back on 90% of your meat intake so you can have a burger a month. Forget about having all them burgers and dogs at your 4th of July picnic. You're only going to be allowed a burger a month under the Biden administration. And then you're going to have to, and somebody fucking actually said this on on fixed news, and then you're going to have to wash that one burger a month down with your plant-based beer. Huh? Let's take the, the second part first. All beer is plant-based. Barley, hops, it's, it, it's, it, you can't, you can't make beer without plants. It's all plant-based. But secondly, how f- fucking stupid do you need to be to actually believe that Joe Biden's going to be banning your meat? said the same shit when the Obamas came out. Look, Michelle Obama's going to force you to eat less meat. What are you, out of your fucking mind? I was killing steak burgers throughout the Obama administration. Killing them. I'm not one of those vegan guys. I'm, I know I'm a liberal, but I'm a meat eater, okay? And I am, I am firmly in the camp that Bill Burr is in when he said that he came to the realization... That something needs to die every day in order for him to continue to live. So something out there's got to die in order for him to continue to live. A cow, a pig, a sheep, doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Something's got to die in order for him to continue to live. That's where I am. 
These fucking morons are running around believing this. And why are they believing it? Because they watch propaganda instead of actual news. Fox News started talking about the Joe Biden alleged meat ban on Friday last week. And then they ran with that shit on every show all weekend long, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, only to, after three days of this, have a 20-second clip in which they say, uh, on Friday we told you that Joe Biden's new plan includes a drastic reduction in your meat intake, and that's just not the case. And then they moved on to the next story. So you pound the shit out of the propaganda for three days, drilling it into the minds of the simple fuckers that follow you, and then you give them a 20-second soundbite sound bite, in which you don't even say it's not true. You just go, uh, that's not the case. In other news, Lake Titicaca is on fire again. Back to you, Bruce. Uh, dude, no, give it a little bit. Give it three days worth of sorry we fucked that one up. You're going to be able to eat all the burgers you want this weekend or this summer. I grow tired of people. All right. Now we're going to bring this thing down for a landing. And we are going to talk about the best news of the week so far. Hang on a second. I need to light one up here. Because this is just glorious. Now my wife is like, yeah, you know what? I'll believe it when I see it. But just, just trust me on this one. That's what I'm talking about right there. A little bit of day smoking. You know what I'm talking about? <sighs> you could fucking wipe the THC off this microphone at this point in time. Anyway. The best news of the day came when we found out that the feds raided Rudy Giuliani's apartment and seized all of his electronic devices based on a search warrant they were granted to do so. Rudy be federally fucked now. So, apparently, the feds, the FBI, the Department of Justice, has been wanting to obtain a search warrant to uh, uh, enter Rudy Giuliani's apartment and seize his electronic devices. And they were trying to get this search warrant back before the election. And uh, from what I've read, the, the federal uh, agents, the Department of Justice decided that it wasn't the right time to do it because they didn't want to sway the election. So they were going to wait until post-election, and then after the election came and Joe Biden lost, Bill Barr's Department of Justice denied these agents the ability to seek this search warrant. Now, this the warrant that the feds had is not an easy warrant to get. You have to show a judge, or in some cases a grand jury, uh, has to show a judge, actual evidence to show why you want to go in. So it is becoming widely believed among the experts that whatever the fuck the feds were searching for when they raided Rudy Giuliani's apartment was was not to discover evidence, it was to back up evidence they already have. They already know what the fuck Rudy Giuliani did. And chances are they know it because 
not because they had to mine the information from some cloud database, but probably because it was given to them by an informant. I'll bet money it's going to come out that somebody's been working with the feds on this one for a hot minute. And whatever Rudy had on his phone that the feds now have is going to result in a lot of criminal liability for Rudy and not in the form of uh, fines only. Okay, this is like somebody's got to go to jail type shit. And the question is going to become real, real, real clear for Rudy real, real, real fast. Is Rudy Giuliani willing to go to prison to protect Donald Trump? Now, if Rudy Giuliani is willing to go to prison to protect Donald Trump, then I would contend that I'll bet money that Trump's got something on Rudy. Something big. But I'm betting Rudy's not going to want to go to jail for Trump. I'm betting Rudy's going to spill his guts on Trump. And as of now, we are now on the Rudy watch. What I mean by the Rudy watch, it's not, not that anything dangerous is going to happen to Rudy. We're on the Rudy watch because now we are just waiting to see how long it's going to be before Trump gives one of his I hardly knew the guy bullshit interviews, right? Rudy? That beats the shit out of me. You'll have to ask Rudy. Well, he was your lawyer. I hardly knew the guy. What? He was my lawyer for what? 12 days? No, no, he was your lawyer for both your impeachments, remember? Yeah, but I hardly knew the guy. He was a coffee boy. He was this. He was that. Really? You guys have been working closely with one another on many of your projects in New York for decades. You're in comical skits together dating back decades. And he was your personal attorney during your impeachments. And you hardly knew the guy. I can't wait to hear the backpedaling from uh, Camp Trump on this one. I also can't wait to see Rudy spill the fucking beans. They're all lining up to be able to tell whatever the fuck they know on Donnie and put Donnie away for a long time. His personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, has already been doing that for some time, cooperating with New York. They're going to get uh, Weisselberg, the CFO of the Trump Organization, any minute. Then they're going to start leaning on the fucking kids. Now they've picking up Rudy. You watch who the next one to be brought in on some of this shit that happened while Trump was in the White House. You watch who the next one to be brought in, who flips on him. It's going to be one Jared Kushner, because Jared did some shady shit too. You watch. They're all going to wind up flipping on Trump. All of them, like I said, except for Junior. And if you haven't seen my TikTok videos, I'll break it down for you one time right here. This is how I think the whole Trump saga comes to an end. And I think this is going to play out over the course of the next three to four years. I think that they're all going to get charged with a RICO Act. When I say they all, that means Trump, Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Weisselberg, and uh, Cohen. Those are the people that are going to get charged in New York. Rudy Giuliani is looking at federal federal crimes for his role with the Ukraine shit. So is uh, Jared Kushner, potentially. Now, <clears throat> RICO, ironically enough, is the statute made famous by Rudy Giuliani in New York 
that says that if there is a conspiracy amongst a group of people in an organization and one person commits a crime within that organization, then they can all be charged with that crime. It was designed with the intention of bringing down the mafia, and it was very successful. They could nab multiple members of any crime organization for the crime of one person because it was considered a RICO violation. So what they're going to do is they're going to charge all of them with any of the crimes committed by the Trump organization over the years. The Trump Organization has decades of bank fraud, wire fraud, insurance fraud, money laundering, tax evasion, you name it. Years of it. That's a fuck ton of crimes. And I think what's going to happen is Cohen's already flipped on Trump. We know that for a fact. I think Weisselberg is getting ready to flip on Trump because he's not going to want to go to prison for Trump. I think... Eric Trump is going to flip on daddy and play stupid and say, I didn't know what was going on. They had me off picking up people at the airport. You know, I was was, was throwing parties and shit. Ivanka's going to turn on Tron daddy because she's going to want to continue her nice lifestyle and not to have to go to one of them prisons where the gal's going to fuck up that pretty little face of hers. I think Don Jr. is going to wake, you're going to wake up one day and see that Don Jr. decided that none of the fucking options before him were acceptable and he took his own life. And then Trump, I believe, is going to get caught trying to flee the country. What we got going on here with the whole Rudy thing is all of the federal charges dealing with Ukraine and going over to Ukraine and putting pressure on Ukraine and winking, winking, nudging, nudging. If you want this, you got to do that. And if you want that, you got to do this. Rudy's involved in all of that shit. Bill Barr is involved in all of that shit. Some of that shit was Jared Kushner. And that all leads up to Donald Trump. You watch, I'm telling you, within the next two years, Bill Barr will be charged with a crime. Bill Barr will be charged with a crime. Rudy, by that point in time, will already be working with the feds, and we will be well on our way of seeing the demise of Trump. Trump's going to go down at the state level, and then he's going to have to face federal charges and more state charges in Georgia for the fucking shit he did post-election. He, that's it. He's done. He is done. He has got two to three years left of golfing with our taxpayer money, protecting his ass in the form of Secret Service, and then dining goes bye-bye. And then his security is going to be the guard outside of his cell until the day he dies. My wife is not convinced of that in the least bit. And I understand why. He's got this Teflon thing about him. And she just doesn't trust the system. And I get it. I'm telling you guys, though, it's good. this is it. He's done. He is done. He didn't leave himself any coverage with by not... Uh, handing out any pardons within the family or within his organization. He left all of that shit open, so he's open to any crime he committed when he was the President of the United States, as well as everybody that worked for him or in his family are open to all of those crimes. And the state of New York, you can't pardon him, and that's where he's got the most criminal liability. He is going to most likely die in state prison in the state of New York. I just wonder how long it's going to be before Rudy actually flips on him. That's got to be, I mean, we can't imagine that's going to take too long. Rudy doesn't have the kind of coin that Trump does to be doling out the fucking lawyers. And I know Rudy is a lawyer. I'm 
telling you right now, it's going to be a matter of moments before Rudy Giuliani is like, all right, what do you boys need to do? To know. I'll tell you whatever the fuck you need to know. You just got to keep me out of prison. That's what's coming. That's what's in Rudy Giuliani's immediate future. So that's some damn good news, huh? Hell of a hell of a sandwich there, right? You start off with, for the first time in the history of the United States, there were two women standing behind the President of the United States as he addressed a joint session of Congress, and you end it with Rudy Giuliani's apartment gets raided and the Fed sees all of his electronic devices. That is just a happy fucking week right there, isn't it? Happy, happy week. Oh, yes, a happy, happy, happy week. Oh, 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 happy. I'm sorry, I got lost in myself there for a minute. I apologize. For a minute there, I felt like the Hot Mess Express on TikTok. Focus. That's not why you're here. Um, anyway, yeah, that's a hell of a happy sandwich. A little bit of sadness in between. Clearly, we got to do better in some of these areas. Uh, but a couple of real nice happy endings there. Happy Endings was not meant to come out that way, but hey, you know what? It's Friday. You got a margarita in you. Some of you are already smoking. Happy Ending it is, right? All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. I really do appreciate you stopping in. Don't forget to swing by the website, oldhippymedia.com. Tell a friend about this podcast. Tell a friend about the whip, the website. Buy a book. Get a T-shirt. Summertime's coming. You know you need some new gear. And uh, make sure you tune in next Friday for a whole new episode. And as always... Stay grateful.